I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Growth Vault podcast. It definitely feels weird to say the Growth Vault podcast when all these years it's been called the Quick Talk podcast, Uh, but I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it. And in a time like this, we need all the things to look forward to that we can muster up, right? So the cool thing about a podcast is that it has a long shelf life. So you might be listening to this right now, but it'll be really interesting for people that stumble upon this episode a year from now. Because uh, as I'm recording this, there is an epidemic happening all over the world called the coronavirus. I don't think anyone's going to forget this uh, situation anytime soon. It'll become uh, a major historical event. I mean, the economy is mega disrupted. Small businesses are panicking. There's all kinds of chaos happening. The markets are crashing. there's, There's opportunity for certain small businesses, but for a lot of them, uh, there's so much uncertainty and fear and panic and all this stuff. And so I want to spend a few minutes talking about this um, to encourage you not to blow smoke up your hiney, uh, not to give you false hope or to pretend like I have my head in the sand because I don't, uh, but to maybe give you some perspective you haven't thought of before. So the first thing I want to share is um, I hope that you understand that that situations like this operate on a bell curve, Right. So there's a ramp up period where people don't believe it's serious and then it, people do believe it's serious and then at some point it will crescendo and there'll be you know the peak of the panic and the peak of the chaos and then it will slope back down and life will return to normal at some point. Um, I think maybe we can all take away massive lessons for this in terms of financial preparedness, in terms of becoming better <laughs> CEOs and better with our money and for forecasting and planning for rainy days. This isn't a rainy day, but metaphorically speaking, it's a very rainy day or week or month or several months. We don't know when the bottom of that bell curve will will come about, when the sun will break through the clouds. But we do know, based on logic, that that's going to happen. I also believe that there's going to be tremendous opportunity on the other side of this situation for most of you. Think of it like this. you got to understand that the fundamentals of your market haven't changed in, 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 in terms of supply and demand, okay? So what I mean is, is if you clean things for a living, uh, at the end of this crisis, people are not going to all of a sudden uh, like dirty things. <laughs> like, the behavior in, in the service that you provide is still fundamentally needed. And if anything, what's happening right now is we're just penting up a bunch of demand. We're basically reserving a bunch of demand that when things start to get back to normal is going to explode and unleash all over the place. Um, that's the way that I look at it, right? So let's say that you had a company and you made incandescent light bulbs, you know, a long time ago. And business is good because the market needs light bulbs. The whole world operates on light bulbs. Everything's fine. Well, a major disruption to that was when, you know, LED light bulbs were invented, let's say. So if you had an incandescent light bulb factory and all of a sudden a better new uh, technology emerged, 
your business would suffer because of that, because the fundamentals of your product are different. But for service companies, that's not the case. People still don't want to mow their own lawn. They still want nice landscaping. They still have to, you know, fix their house, clean their house, power wash stuff, get their deck stained, whatever it is that you do. You could build any any kind of home service, right? Um, and so for most of the people that are canceling on you or they're rescheduling or they're in pause mode, that's just it. It's not a no that they're giving you. It's a not yet because there's so much uncertainty. So really the game here isn't to panic forever. It's to figure out how can you hunker down and how can you survive the storm? How can you uh, give yourself enough runway to just make it through to the other side? And I have some tips for that. Uh, the first tip comes from my good buddy, Elena Ledeau. She's one of the Automate Grow Cell Conquer coaches. She's incredibly talented and intelligent. She built a seven-figure maid service company in like less than two years, starting out of the trunk of her car. Plus, she has a bunch of other companies. She's won awards. She's brilliant. She truly is brilliant. And she, <laughs> she I saw a video of her um, in one of the Conquer groups, you know, the weekly mastermind groups that, that we have with Conquer. And she was telling the, the people in the group, you need to behave like a little old Chinese lady. And what she meant <laughs> was, and this has nothing to do with the coronavirus per se, she was saying you need to be very frugal. You need to be very, very frugal that you need to look at your expenses and say, hey, what is not mission critical right now? Like, what, what am I spending money on that I don't need to? You need to just be careful on giving away all of your cash. For some of the season, seasonal businesses, it's particularly hard because we had, you know, three months of winter, three or four months of winter, depending on where you are. And then to relaunch your spring season, you need a bunch of capital, typically. And, 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 and now this is happening. So the time of year it happened made it even worse for a lot of home service businesses. So you got to understand, you got to triage and protect uh, things in the right order. So the top of the food chain needs to be your family, your kids, right? You need to protect your family. You need to behave like the little old lady and be a miser and be really frugal and make sure that you have cash pulled aside uh, for your family. Make sure that you personally have enough runway. If you need to sell something, sell something. If you need to market harder and go like get creative in the services you're selling, go do it. The one thing you don't want to do is be paralyzed by fear, just like 95% of small businesses are. Um, but that's not going to be you. We're not going to do that. We're going to go against the grain, right? High achievers do things backwards from the masses. And Elena was saying we're going to be proactive. We're going to cut our expenses ruthlessly to make sure we can protect our family. After we protect our family, we're going to look at your company itself, the viability and survivability of your business. We have to make sure that nothing gets irreparably damaged, right? If you have to slow pay some bills, slow pay your bills. If you have to renegotiate and work out things with your landlords, if you have a shop, if you have to let go some unproductive employees that you should have let go anyway, let them go. Right now is a, is a time for decision velocity. It's not time to move like molasses in February. It's time to move quick, to be decisive. You got to remember, you're not looking for the perfect decision. You need to just be able to make decisions. And the biggest issue with really small companies is they don't make enough decisions quick enough. They just make really, they mull things over for weeks and months and years sometimes instead of moving quick, you know, boom, 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 boom. Don't seek the perfect decision. Make decisions. Make sure your family's protected. Make sure the business is protected. Reduce, cut the fat, reduce expenses. 
and all of that. Now, after that happens, then we want to turn to your team. We want to make sure that all of your key employees are taken care of somehow, whether that's you working with them to fill out an unemployment application, or it's or it's you setting aside some cash or maybe a reduced salary for a period of time, or maybe you switch some people to commission so that you know they get to eat when you get to eat. There's lots of things you can do to pivot and adjust and tweak and adapt to survive this. You might not live your wildest dreams the next few months, uh, but that doesn't mean your business needs to die or you need to totally be paralyzed. Because if you sit and do nothing, if you tell yourself the false story that, well, there's nothing I can do. You know, the market's the market. Oh, the stock market went down. That means I can't sell my house washing services. That's false. And what's happening is people are using this situation as an excuse to hide their own real fears. Because a lot of you have fear in general of going out and going for it, of building your team up, of marketing harder, of scaling your business, of putting in the systems, of taking some risk. And you already had that fear before this happened. And so now that this happened, it's gonna set you even further back because you're gonna, if you're not careful, if you're not honest with yourself, you're gonna use this as an excuse to do nothing and pretend like you have no control. The fact of the matter is this, whether you think this is, is going to be a nightmare for the next year or two and that our whole economy is screwed for the next five or ten years, whether you believe that to be true or you believe that this is going to blow over quickly and everything's going to bounce back even bigger and better and stronger than it was just a few weeks ago, regardless of which view you take, you are trying to predict the future. And in both scenarios, you can't predict the future. You don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. So why, why doesn't it make sense for you? In a scenario where you have option A to be negative and option B to be positive, in both options you don't have the ability to know with certainty uh, the outcome, right? Because you're predicting the future. Why in the world would you not choose option B and be positive? Why? There's so much less downside to run towards the storm. And actually, this is like an episode dedicated to Elena, I guess, because here's another Elena-ism. She tells a story about buffaloes. And if you've ever worked with her, you'll know exactly where I'm going with this. This is really interesting. So buffaloes behave a lot different than, than cattle. So if you have a bunch of cows in a field and there's a huge storm rolling in, imagine, I don't know where all the cattle are in Texas or whatever, but they're in this big prairie and uh, there's these storm heads rolling in and the sky's really, really dark and it's coming right towards the cows. What's interesting is the cows, when the storm is approaching them, they turn around and they run away from the storm. And what ends up happening is they end up being stuck in the storm for twice as long, for a lot longer, because they're moving in the same direction that the storm is going. And when you choose option A, when you say the sky is falling, that's what you're doing. And even if you wind up being right, you're making it more miserable on yourself for no reason. Buffalo, on the other hand, do something very unique. And it reminds me of uh, Tommy Mello, which I'll tell you about the phone call I had with him this week as well that pertains to this. But when the storm's rolling in, buffalo do the exact opposite of what cattle will do. Buffalo will turn and run directly towards the storm. And this is such a powerful metaphor for you right now. Are you going to run towards the storm? Because if you do that, you get through the storm in half the time, right? You're going to get wet either way. 
all of us are going to have some pain no, no matter what. You might as well run towards the storm. Open up your thinking. Expand the way that you're viewing this. What opportunities are there? What holes in the market do your competitors not see because they're choosing option A because they're panicking and they're act, behaving like cows running away from the storm? There's opportunity. And I know it's kind of like meta and I'm not giving super specifics because every industry is different but there's opportunity all around you. So earlier this week, Tommy Mello um, called my cell phone and we were talking because I was gonna do an interview on his podcast, which you should check it out, it'll be published soon. And we talk about all kinds of cool stuff. And, uh, but what was fascinating was just his tone on the, voice, uh, on the phone. He's like, oh, Josh, this is, this is my Tommy Mello voice, by the way. He's like, Josh, listen, oh, this is just, just crazy, man. This situation's crazy. It's phenomenal. Uh, man, I, there's so much opportunity out here. We had our biggest sales day in the history of our company this week. It was amazing. I got my team pumped. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're hiring. We have 500 applicants a day coming in to work for us. And he's going on and on. He then tells me, that he's working with all of his suppliers because he's in the garage door business. I think they're going to, he's trying to do like $100 million this year, I think, somewhere between 50 and 100 million. And he's just on fire and he's talking about how he's negotiating all these deals with his suppliers to like buy up all the inventory and like give himself this insane advantage because a lot of the, the stock and stuff can come from China. But he's, he's moving the chess pieces around in a particular way to create leverage for himself. And he was excited. He was optimistic, excited, and he was taking action. He was making lots of decisions. And it's, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise that he had that type of an outlook on it, right? Because that's why he's successful in the first place, is because he has that kind of outlook on everything. He runs towards the storms. He, he makes the storms submit to him, right? You can do the same thing. Open your eyes, stay positive, get in community. If you're not in a good community, man, I'll tell you what, the Automate, Grow, Sell, Conquer program has really impressed and blown my mind the last few weeks more than ever before. And it's a growing, thriving community, but really seeing how people come together, all the insane marketing ninja tricks people are doing, the financial things people are doing, and they're just sharing and giving to each other. It's insane. We have, I don't even know how many Conquer coaches we have now, but I think like 15 or 16, we have a United Kingdom division launching and it's just this amazing community. So if you're not in a good community, get in one. If you have people saying the sky is falling around you, push the mute button on those relationships, at least for the time being, maybe permanently. I just wanna encourage you that um, this is a bump in the road. It's a speed bump, not a cliff. Your business will go on. The market will need you to do the stuff that you do. And I'll be here all along to cheer you on. Uh, if you need help or, or if you need a higher level community, this might be the perfect time for you to consider joining a program like Conquer. Um, it's a high level mastermind accountability program for a year. You meet weekly with a multi-million dollar service business owner as your mentor. And you week by week install systems and, and change the things that need to be changed and up level your skill set as an owner, as a CEO. Just go to agsconquer.com if you want to fill out an application. It is an application process. We got to make sure you're a good fit too. But I'm excited for the podcast to be back. I'm excited for the sun to break through the clouds. And even if we have a few uh, weeks or even a couple months where that's not the case, I'm going to be here and we're going to start teaching you stuff because this is also an opportunity for you to leverage your education. If you're slow, 
Are we gonna get an ROI on the extra free time you have? I hope so. Don't be Netflix binging. You need to be information binging. You need to be podcast binging. You need to be systems installing and systems creating. You need to be producing right now, not consuming. Don't slip into the consumer mindset and use this as an excuse to get fat and lazy. Do the exact opposite. I will see you on the other side. I hope you enjoy our new intro and our outro and the new brand for uh, the Growth Vault podcast. I'm so excited. And if you have something you want me to talk about in the podcast, go join our Facebook group. Just go to The Growth Vault. Just search for that on Facebook. It's a free group. There's several thousand of you in there. And just tag me in a post. I'll be active in that group and we can get some amazing conversations going as well as if there's someone really, really interesting you think I need to interview that can provide mind-blowing applicable information that can help everybody else. Go to the Growth Vault in the Facebook group. We'll see you there. Take care. God bless. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for the Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on the Growth Vault.